Good day and welcome to What's Happening MoCo, a podcast from your award-winning government television station, County Cable Montgomery. Now, here's your host, Derek Kenny. Good day. Welcome to What's Happening MoCo. We are in Ocean City, Maryland. And no, we're not on vacation. We are very busy working. We're at the MAKO conference. And joining me now is council member Lorianne Sales. Hello, Derek. How are you doing? Good, good, good. How are you today? I am excellent. Wonderful, wonderful. How was your trip into Ocean City? The the drive in was great. I came with my daughter. Wonderful. I have my chief of staff here, Excellent. so we are ready to hit the ground running. Speaking of getting the, hitting the ground running, one of the things we like to do in the podcast is help people understand some of the things that government officials do, government workers do to better serve the public. And one of those things is attending the MAKO conference. So first, what is the MAKO conference? What does MAKO stand for? And why is it important to come here? So Maryland Association of Counties is the association that supports the county councils from across the state of Maryland. Um, I've served on the National League of Cities, the Maryland Municipal League. And so now for the counties to have an opportunity to come together several times a year to learn best practices from each other, to tackle issues, but from different perspectives because of either our um, geographic makeup or the diversity of our residents, the diversity of our landscapes, we're able to bring a diversity of perspectives to tackle issues that come before counties day after day. Oh, wow. Now, what are some of the top issues that you find people like yourself are coming here to get a better understanding of? I mean, with so much uncertainty in our economy, um, access to affordable housing, um, quality health care um, resources, from opioid um, uh, uh, challenges to mental health challenges to job opportunities, workforce development, aging in place, um, making sure there's equitable infrastructure across the community, um, making sure that our students and our elderly have access not just to reliable broadband, but our public safety officials also can communicate in states of, in instances of emergencies. And you mentioned digital equity there at the end. Talk a little bit about digital equity and what are some of the areas that the county is offering resources that residents may not know about? Well, the county uh, received a grant and they have been giving away um, laptops and hotspots. They were giving away hotspots during the pandemic, but now it's transitioned to ensuring our residents actually have the infrastructure that they need at home to access the internet if they do have it. We also have um, partnerships and you can find out more at your local library or you can contact our office, councilmember.sales at montgomerycountymd.gov if you have any questions about how to um, retrieve your laptop for yourself or your family member. Um, And we also have partnerships with um, Comcast to offer affordable broadband connectivity to residents at home. Awesome, awesome. And one of the passions of the county, and of course uh, for you, um, is the further development and um, and enhancement of the future for our youth. And you have a special program that you've been promoting and that um, presents an opportunity for youth in the county. 
what's the name of that program and how do youth get more information or, or participate this year? So Montgomery County has a six and a half billion dollar budget. More than half of our budget goes to funding our students, mm. Montgomery County Public Schools. It's important. It's imperative that our students understand their role and the um, impact that they will have on this community, regardless of the fact that they cannot vote. And so getting them involved in the processes that uh, the processes that we engage in to pass a budget, to fund the schools, to care for our environment, to um, integrate, um, you know, green practices into our schools with composting, uh, community gardens, you know, safeguarding our community and our natural resources. Our students should have an understanding. And so my smart youth advisory um, council came out of the platform that I ran on when I was running for office. So strengthening our commitment to education, making a living more affordable, advancing local food production, you know, recovering our economy and tackling climate change, all issues that are important to not just our youth, but the future of a strong economy. And so we just uh, graduated our first cohort in the spring. Wow, okay. They got to present policy recommendations across the five issue areas. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. They got to present <laughs> policy recommendations. Young people in the county were able to. And these are firm recommendations that will be considered. Oh, most oh, wow. certainly. Okay. Most certainly. They took a stance on the rent stabilization discussion that we um, had. They talked about hydroponic farming so there could be more farm-to-table food options available in our cafeterias. Um, they talked about the importance of telemedicine so that more students could access mental health um, professionals during the day while they're in class. Um, you know, our, our students have a wealth of information and then they're not stymied by um, some of the realities that us as adults will sometimes face when... Um, we think that all hope is lost. You know, we have a hopeful generation. They are inspired to be welcomed into the discussion, to be part of the discussion. And so it's just very inspiring to hear the ideas that they are coming up with. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I have two more questions for you. Hopefully right. you have a, a bit of time for me. Um, one, I was just at the Montgomery County Agricultural Fair this week yes. and the nine best days of summer. And I remember seeing you there each year. Tell me, what's your favorite thing about, about the Montgomery County Agricultural Fair? Well, part of my, my favorite thing is that it always falls on my birthday. So wow. I always tell everyone the fair is my <laughs> big birthday party. Right. I was raised by Jamaican immigrants. My mother grew up on a sugarcane farm in Jamaica. So that is my second home. I love feeding the animals, going there with my daughter to the petting zoo that they have there. Um, and just seeing the 4-H students who are really, um, you know, the future of our agricultural industry. And so that industry is aging. And so um, these second, third and fourth generation farmers who are making Montgomery County their home, who are safeguarding our most precious resources in the ag reserve, are so important to our economy, agritourism. Yes. And so it's just a joy to see that, you know, 
Um, this isn't lost no matter how metropolitan our county becomes. We are still home to the largest ag reserve in the nation, and wow. that is so important to the future of our county, our food systems, and our economy. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, last, I was, okay, that's awesome. I, I didn't realize that we had the largest. That was, that's a, that's in phenomenal. The nation. In the nation. Yes. Yes. That takes a lot of effort and investment. Yes. And I'm, I'm sure the, the county um, appreciates oh, um, yes. the good work. Um, speaking of appreciation, uh, take a moment, and I know that you are humble, but I like to say, what what feather in your cap are you most proud of? You've been a council member for almost a full year coming up. What are you most proud of accomplishing over the, your tenure as a council person? Well, we have been able to make advancements in each of the policy areas that we committed to on the um, on the campaign um, trail. You know, we made sure that our educators who stayed on the job to teach our students were made whole and we fully funded their contracts from our educators to our public safety workers, our police officers, our firefighters. Um, we passed legislation to stabilize the rental market, um, to provide predictability to our landlords and our renters. And I passed my first zoning text amendment okay. to accelerate the approval process for building affordable housing, something that's desperately needed. We saw that there are over 30,000 residents on the wait list for affordable housing. Um, we are making advancements in our ag reserve with making sure that we are, you know, making sure our tree canopy is going to be fully, um, fully in a realized because we know how important a healthy tree canopy is to our environment. We are making sure that our county's economic development corporation has the resources that they need to attract, retain, and grow businesses and to support our small businesses. We stood up a small business office to support our small businesses who can't afford to be members of the Chambers of Commerce, but still need that support and need partners in government to help them succeed and to continue to support our growing workforce. And then we're tackling climate change every day with the county's ambitious climate action plan. So... I'm very excited about not even my first year on the council right. and just what is to come. And I'm just eternally grateful to the residents of Montgomery County for voting me here. Wow. Well, thank you so much for for serving so well and for serving the residents of the county so well. And for being on the What's Happening MoCo podcast. Yeah. So What's Happening MoCo, Councilmember Sales, <laughs> the MACO Conference. Learning, growing, becoming better and better in service to the uh, residents of Montgomery County, Maryland. Uh, thank you again for being here and look forward to talking to you again in the near future. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for listening and please subscribe.